All right, Michael, what's the next question? All right, next question. Heartbreaks. How did you get over a heartbreak, and how long did it take? A week. I don't think I've ever had one, actually. It's it's more like, like, like you have a crush, and then, like, they didn't reciprocate, or, like, you tried, and then they didn't try back, or you got nothing back from them, and it's like, that kind of like bother you and it's like what do you do for me it's like i listen to music and like sing to songs that i fucking love and then for like a week and like you know be in that mood and after that i'm just like okay whatever mm. back to normal mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah back in like middle school or early high school i would always feel depressed when my crush had a, had a boyfriend yeah but it didn't like you know destroy my soul or anything I, yeah like yeah i was sad but then a week later, I would find a new crush. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just like, damn, what? Like, you know, why was I sad in the first place? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes heart heartbreaks is like it doesn't have to be completely like have to be um, like what you descri- describe, where it mm-hmm. has to be like soul crushing and, and like it bothers you. Yeah, it's just like, damn, puts you in the feels. But then it's like you just feel like shit. You don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Some people, you know, they, they react differently. Mm-hmm. They take things differently. And people recover differently. So it's like, usually do what you like. Like, focus on your hobbies or whatever. And then you'll recover. It's just time. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, time really does heal things. I've never had that experience just because my last two exes, we, we kind of left oh, off. I a crush. I, oh, I just explained it. Oh, <laughs> but um, as far as like my relationships go, it we we both my exes we both got off on the on the same foot. I would say mm-hmm. it was a mutual understanding because one, she was moving to Canada, and I couldn't do anything, and two, she had to move back to Canada. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, I can't win. <laughs> I really can't win. The only thing you can do now is yeah. If anything, Canada. I was more mad than, than sad. <laughs> It's like, damn you, Canada. Canada. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we, we got off on the same foot. So, I, I yeah. We, we is both it, is this question it. geared towards, like, advice how to get over it? Or is it... Was it was or it just uh, it's just more of uh, any pre- any experiences that we had with heartbreak. And how, how we dealt with it. How long oh, it I took see, us. I see, I see. Yeah, just sing your hearts out. <laughs> Put, throw on some karaoke, you know. Sit there and then just sing along. Sing your hearts out. Yep, just hang with the boys. Or that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, alcohol cures everything. Yeah, that too. Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb brother. Yeah, I mean, de- de- definitely spending your time with people ke- helps you keep your mind off of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Kay knows where, is, where I'm going to go. Cause I'm going to say, because I've, I've said a lot of tips to all you guys of how to, like, not move on fast, but, like, kind of, like, a realization of where you guys like what you're not realizing like that yeah that's why all the everything that you guys were saying i had spoken and said it to you guys before yeah because i've been in um and i shit you not and this is on god because i am christian i don't know how many relationships i've been with like how many girls i've dated i don't know i don't know the number i can't count it but of course i had my shares of like bad breakups Get close to your mic. Okay. 
There you do, go. Do you like like this, Daddy? When I'm just pounding it into the mic. Yeah, that's Wait, better. Can you increase my gain just slightly? Jesus Christ. How about now? Is that better? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I had like a share of like relationships I've been in. So this is about a bad breakup, right? So it really just matters on um, how you guys broken up, like whether it's like mutual. In Jay's perspective, whether it's like cheating in a lot of other people's perspective, whether it's like, what's that word? Non-chemistry, like you guys just don't work well together. Mm. Uh, and the other, I've, I've helped out a lot of people. I've helped out some people that has like, they feel as if they should date each other or continue dating because of time. I've helped out people who feel as if that they should date each other because they decided to have a save the relationship baby. Oh, they had a baby just to save the relationship. I've helped people out like that before, too. Mm. too. Like they felt as if like they should be with each other just because they have a kid together. I've helped out a lot of people like that. Yeah. So no matter your reasoning of why you split with anyone, I've even helped out people. And this is kind of important, too, because I want to add there. I've helped out people where they've been happy together, but there's no love left. Like, they're happy. They have no reason to break up with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, none. They they work fine with each other, but it's just... It's not there. Like, whatever it is. Like, whether... Um, they be, they're just basically unhappy. They're just hanging out. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> they're unhappy with each other, yeah. but they just don't know what it is. But it's just... They're not, like... They don't feel as if, like, being boyfriend and girlfriend is the right thing. Yeah. So, they seek out other type of relationship instead. Or they just... Not relationship, but they seek out other sources of happiness instead that they cannot do if they're together. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I helped out plenty of those. So regardless of whatever your reasoning of breaking up is, is that you should always keep in your mind that if you're going to do anything selfish at all for yourself um, in your life, is that you, it's not wrong to be selfish. No matter how many people want to look down upon it that, oh, that person is very selfish. Because no matter what, at the end, at the very, very end, you only have yourself. That's it. Like, even your family can turn against you. Even your friends can turn against you. Everyone can turn against you during any time of your life. The only person who can pick you up is yourself. It's kind of like that metaphor that I was telling you guys earlier. Once you realize that you are the person that is hurting yourself, you realize that you can get over it quicker because you realize you're the person that's hurting yourself. Mm -hmm. So you could stop it. So it's the same with a very bad breakup, too. It's like if you realize that you're upset and you're you're the reason why you're upset, you're just making it upset. There's no such thing as a perfect day. A day is basically what you make of it. Take your day and make it perfect. It's what you make of it. It's the same as a breakup. You can sit there and cry about fucking spilt milk, about why something ends or stuff like that. And you can sit there, you can feel bad about like, you know, she was a great girl or maybe she was a bad girl and she cheated and stuff like that, right? One or the other. You can sit there and cry and try to understand what went wrong and and do all this like mathematical equations and try to put put the puzzle, put, put the pieces of the puzzle together and try to understand why people do what they do. Why we didn't work? What is wrong with you? And um, all those questions. No matter what, I've I've been through all those questions where it, it doesn't get answered. 
in order for you to get over a bad breakup, right, or or any breakup at all, is you have to be selfish. You need to think about yourself. If a boat is sinking, right, let's pretend the boat is your relationship, hmm. and you want to save your partner, guess what? You're just going to drown with her. Because if she can't save herself and know how to make herself happy without you, she's just going to drown you with her. You need to know how to make yourself happy. So when you guys were talking about like surrounding yourself with your boys and stuff like that, that's correct. I didn't say boys, though. I said you need to surround yourself with people who will remind you that you exist. And that's exactly almost, well, as of currently, every time that I went through some tough shit, I've always surrounded myself with people who reminds me that I exist. People like like I, like mm-hmm. I don't even talk to Ang about what I'm going through. I don't. But just when like when I'm around Ang, it's like he, he we drinks. Just, yeah, I just drink and we just talk about <laughs> random shit. But it's just his aura, you know. And same with my siblings too. My siblings. I'm blessed. Yeah. <laughs> same with my siblings. Same with same with everyone here in this podcast with Marco and Jay and 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 that and all my close circle of friends. You guys remind me that I exist. That you guys remind me without even saying it that you guys care. Without even saying it. Yeah. See, it's like it's surround yourself with people who remind you you exist because we are always in this triangle mm-hmm. of we love the ones who don't love us back and we ignore the ones that love us. See, I always pay attention to the people who do love me, right? Or remind me that I exist, right? I pay attention to them because I don't fall deep into the things that I am in love with because I know it's a one-sided streak, kind of. I mean, some relationships are pretty balanced, but you need to pay attention and kind of surround yourself with that so you find a new reason of breathing. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 So I hope that helps someone get over off topic on like getting over someone i guess it's still within topic but it's just not like relationship wise even though it kind of is yeah i mean the question was uh with heartbreaks you know how yeah, how did you so i guess even a crush how did I you mean, get over it, it, it and how long crush, did it like, take it could you? be like for me with with like my dad because mm. like that was heartbreaking to me yeah you know um but i vented out to like you guys Mm-hmm. I, I texted you guys about my problems and everything and that's how i keep everything like kind of sane because I, I don't like to hold everything in I like i i like to tell everyone my yeah. problems like especially my close friends like whether you guys care or not but it's like it doesn't matter it's like i need to tell people about it no so it's, it's like it, it relieved that stress mm-hmm. off of me yeah so when when that happened on yeah at that point we were all kind of like this close-knit family in a way so we would always still come over his house and you just hang with him. Because we, we kind of knew what he was going through. Yeah. But no, like like on side, it, it, you have to stay with people to, to keep you happy and, you know, vent pretty much. Yeah. with I mean, with any kinds of problems you have too. Mm-hmm. Like it's always good to like share with someone that you trust and talk about it instead of holding it in. And then to the point where, you know, some people... Just hold it in until they can't take it no more, and then they ended up suicide. Yeah, and you're, you in your about. situation, I. So, um, yeah, when you speak to other people, what I was gonna say is that even coming from me, when you were talking about it, I noticed even I can't find the right words to say to you. But it was the fact that I listened to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even 
Like you should really listen to people. Sometimes just listening, being a pair of ears, it's great. You yeah, don't mm-hmm. have to say anything back. But I know I had a lot to say because of my father. <laughs> but uh, but I'm saying for a people, a person who doesn't know what to say back at all, uh, to be a good sometimes to just be a good person, not not so much so as a friend or a significant other or anything, just to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Yeah, like. They don't, they don't care if you don't say the right things back or even if you judge them or anything like that. It's, they, they just want you to hear it yeah. because it gives you a sense of like happiness or I wouldn't say happiness. I don't know the right word, but like it's good to let it out. I mm-hmm. guess you kind of say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being a listener is great. Yeah, definitely telling someone does help. Yeah. Especially like close people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trust, trust the person. That's the other thing I would recommend because... I am big on the more people knowing doesn't help the situation. Yeah, yeah. That's true. yeah. So, so if you know a friend's a great listener, and he or he or she doesn't have to say much, or a person really, um, yeah, just listening is good enough. It, you can like don't feel bad just because you didn't give them advice or didn't know what to say. Just you listening. Like I want to give a shout out to all the people who just listen. R- remember, you help. You actually helped. That's all. Yeah. So I hope that helps, like, with a really bad breakup. But, yes, time does heal all wounds. As generic as it may sound, that's true. It's because people fall into that manipulation of... I'm sorry, Michael, I'm going to sound like I'm repeating myself. But, like, it's it's because people fall into that manipulation of, like, what's normal. Because you've grown so used of your normal pattern. So I'll use myself as an example. I wake up 4 o'clock in the morning. I took my significant other to work. I would go back to sleep, wake myself up at nine o'clock in the morning to drive myself to work, go to work, come back home, um, pick her up, get food for her, maybe at Wendy's, McDonald's or whatever, and then probably do some errands for her parents and her and myself. And at night, we go to bed, rinse and repeat the whole thing. To me, that's normal. That was my normal. When I when we had a breakup and I lived by myself, I, I didn't know what to do with all that free time. So mm-hmm. much so that when you you can occupy your mind and do all these fun, eventful things, but the moment you lay down in your bed and you look back up in the ceiling, it just hits you all back again. Mm-hmm. Because you realize that you're by yourself now. Right? Then that's your new normal. But that's what people don't realize. It's 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 that like your normal your new normal is what takes time to accept and realize that this is your new normal, right? So don't try to fall victimized to like what is normal to you. You don't need another person's hand in order to make your heart beat. Yep. So your heart beats perfectly fine with you inhaling air. You will always find a new normal, even if you're single. You don't need a significant other or love love is it's overrated it's over exaggerated and there's a lot of gray areas of love that they don't tell you or people just don't show especially on social media mm-hmm. it's not all fucking nice trips and oh, and yeah. uh and having a baby and Everybody buying a house their issues. yeah it's, it's not all that mm-hmm. stuff that you guys think it is it's, and especially it's, it's definitely not a race there's more to it behind love than you, you guys think is more to it behind what's normal to you and what isn't. 
So yeah. it takes time for you to develop what is a normal thing for Cause, you. Because yeah. what social media shows is just their side of like the good part. Like, of course, they're, they're not going to show the bad side and everything. Yep. So people who are so stuck on social media and seeing that every day and wishing that, but it's like, that's kind of like a fantasy. Yeah, it's hype. It's, it's, yeah. it's just yep. it's just this fakeness that they created and then you think it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hype. Yeah. yeah. Some, sometimes getting into a relationship can actually be can affect you negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. come out as a worse yeah. person than you came in. Yep. Yeah. It can change oh, you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to be honest with you, like like your new normal, like you were saying, you know, when you you have that much free time. Like I already know that's my new normal, but I'm still not used to it. Like I still have there'll be days where I have so much free time and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, no, honestly, that's great. Because now you realize that, like, with it's a luxury. This time is the most valuable asset. Yeah. Now you know you have a luxury of time. So now that you know that, it's what you make of it. Yeah. So whatever you end up doing with your free time, it's it's all you. It's, it, it's not determined by your partner where you have to focus on doing the laundry or you have to focus on, like, doing things in order for you guys to buy that two-door garage house you know um have kids make time for the kids and and kids is a lot of not just money but it's a lot of time invested yeah you know i've raised a little girl from well she's 13 years old now she from since she was a newborn to 13 years old she drained so much of my life and i, I love you kid just in case you ever listen to this one day but it really does take a toll on you you know mm-hmm. it all that it takes so much of your most valuable asset, which is time. So now, before when it was couple goals, I guess you can kind of say that things you have to do in order because it was a couple. Mind you, what people don't tell you is you don't have to reach that goal, right? You can you you can have your own individual goals, right, and reach that instead. Now that you have all this valuable asset of time, Marco, you just do whatever you want. It's whatever you want. Yeah, you know it's I mean? still hard. Like so, like t- this weekend, for example, um, I didn't have Mia. Yeah, and today I just I legit I was just sitting in my room the whole day, just trying to w- watch YouTube videos. I try to, I try to like do activities to kill as much free time. Mm-hmm. So I guess so. So just to give um, the listeners context, so I was in a relationship for six years. Um, we broke up, uh, the heartbreak really took a toll on me. Uh, I think the first person I told was Jay. Um, Mm -hmm. I told Jay like the whole story. Then Jay, um, recommended me to talk to UK. So then I went to UK. UK. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And you definitely, well, just not only you, but all of you guys definitely, help me reach where i am now yeah i remember yeah. uh what did we do we went to a car wash yeah we went to the night, car wash and then we would just talk i would just yeah. listen to your your yeah. situation while we were washing cars yeah, yeah. and it, it it took me like a year to get over like to really get over it because mm-hmm. uh that whole time um there were moments where when i was alone i would just <clears throat> sit in my room in the dark crying and shit like yeah. that was that was like a good like amount like 
for the first few months. Yeah. And then a little by little, I started kind of like doing my own thing, mm-hmm. just focusing on other stuff and trying to better myself. Uh, your advice definitely helped me out. There were at times where I felt lost and then just talking to you and in your words, which just helped me like my path would be more clear. And uh, as I was starting to get over it and be starting to be more okay, I always try to spend as much time as with you guys because it would always, you guys always made me feel welcome Mm -hmm. and it always, it kept my minds off of that. So to me, you guys, you guys are my family. That's how I see you guys. La familia. Yeah. You oh, guys, look, Spanish word. <laughs> to me, you guys, you guys are mi familia. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> La familia. The family. Yeah. yeah. Not so my family. I always, the family. Like, oh, I always, shit, I always, I always try to spend as much time as, as with you guys possible, but then sometimes I don't want to feel like I'm imposing or I'm just like buddied in too much and to your own because everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. But no, I'm the same. Like I, I'm like that with all the people I'm close to. Like I always try to give time for all you guys to just go out and do your own thing. Yeah. So like you guys know how like I guess you can kind of say like I am the most role model or looked up to and the mentor in the, in in our group, right? Yeah. But I always let you or not let you guys as if I have control of it. But I would prefer that you guys. Go and figure out how to do things on your own and do whatever you guys want. I'm supportive. Like, whatever you guys end up doing, like, I'm always going to support you, even if I don't like it, right? Um, or I have something to say or whatever, right? It's it's good that way. So I, I get what you're saying where, like, you don't want to impose and stuff like that. Like, like for an example, I, actually, I'll, I'll use Aang for an example, and I'll use Jay after. Like, Aang is, like, now that he's in a relationship, like, our brotherly bond is, like, we don't we don't get to spend much time with each other, yeah. you know? Um, but, like, there, there are times, no homo, where I wish that Aang was with me instead of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I bond better with Aang, you know what I mean? That yeah. I, I'm not comparing Dan which one that I bond better with, <laughs> but there's just times where I'm, like, laughing at some shit, and I, I'm thinking my mind's, like, uh, only I would get this joke. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, you know, it's it's like that. But like, I don't want to like impose or ask him to come with me or like, because he's he's busy himself. Yeah. And so I, I know what you mean. But like, some, it's like with Jay too. It's like with Jay, like sometimes like I wish like um, I would have a really good drinking partner who can kind of drink close <laughs> to my level. <laughs> I know I'm just saying like, you know, when I'm when I'm drinking with my um other group of friends because mm-hmm. you guys know i hang out with a lot of other groups mm-hmm. it's like they're on a different type of environment and vibe that i don't have that like like i do with you mm. that's why sometimes i was like shit i wish jay was there this would be fun <laughs> if fucking jay was there <laughs> yeah <laughs> showing on like backwards <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so i uh, like i would <laughs> No. I, I would have come over. It wasn't backwards. Yeah. I would only come over with like if everyone's here because I I don't know. I just I just felt like I'd, I'd be imposing or something if everyone wasn't. It's better that way anyway. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're all and busy like, too. And yeah, like, because like if everyone needs their me time. Yeah. So I try yeah. not to like like for an example when I'm is like here by himself and I know he's here by himself. 
I, I try to just still sleep over my own house unless I'm, I'm too fucking wasted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would try to sleep at my house so I can have, you know, his, his me time yeah. and stuff like that. Because he's introverted, I'm not. But, uh, you know, but I, I keep in my mind stuff like that too. So I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And like that whole time, that whole first year, well, it was, I was still trying to get over it. Every time I'd come over, just being in you guys' presence would make me feel happy. Like, it made me feel fine. And, over time, I was it, that definitely helped me feel more okay with things. Yeah. Um, I still feel the lonely, loneliness every now and then. Like today, for example, like earlier in the day, I just stayed home all day and I didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> you know what? Speaking from what I feel, I would I would have traded places with you. You tried dealing with fucking. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the thing was like with my last relationship, like we would we were always doing something. We were always going out. We'll go to conventions together. It's a luxury. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> and that first that that first time going to PAX by myself, it felt weird. But as I was there, I had accepted that, that that's my new normal, like you said. Yeah. And yeah. then the past few couple of times that I that I went with Jay, like I was fine. Just that first time that, that I was going out with you know yeah. going to a convention without my ex, it just. That's that's it, something it felt, I definitely felt yeah. I felt it. That's something that this question really should be like an eye opener for actually. Is that relationship being with someone that that love it's it's hype. It really is. Mm. It really is hype. Like yeah, biologically, scientifically, you know, we're put into this world in order and one of our natural instinct is to reproduce, etc. Right? Scientifically that's what we're here for. Right? Um, love, right, um, is something that is just hyped up. Marriage, um, having kids and, and all that stuff, it's just hyped up. People make it seem like it's, it's that great, right? And people take it to like, take it up the ass, basically, fast too. Anyways, <laughs> um, take it up the ass when something doesn't work. Oh, you're a failure at love. And uh, maybe you're not designed and built for love, whatever, because you, you didn't do it right or, or it didn't turn out right. Like as if you did something wrong or your partner did something wrong. That's hype. Yeah. All that is hype. You don't need a significant other in order to find where's your place in life. Life is basically what you make it. Yeah. You don't you, you can be fucking sixty years old and never fucking had kids before in your life and still be a happy motherfucker when you die. That's, that's true. You know? Um, love isn't, it's, it's just like from what everyone, does it feel great and all that stuff? Honestly, most people don't realize they're in love until they get out of it. Isn't yeah. that sad? Like, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true though. Like, I didn't realize, um, you know, like, like what my, my current girlfriend, I didn't realize I loved her until she was gone during the time we were talking to each other. Right. I, that's when I realized I was in love with her. But it took her absence for me to, to realize it. But mm-hmm. it's the same with like when you're going through a bad breakup. You don't realize you're in love until that person's gone. But you're just hyping it up. That's exactly what it is. You don't fall in love with the idea of what a person can be. It's just an idea of what they can be. It doesn't change the fact that that actually is what the person really is. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing too, what made it harder for me to get over it was the fact that we had a, a child together. You know, we had we had Mia. 
Yeah. So yeah. because we had we decided to co-parent, I still had to see her. Yeah. So that's what made it more harder for me because if we didn't have her, I would have cut all contact feel, with her. Did you feel entitled to keep the relationship going because you had a kid? Like a save the baby relationship? So there's more history to it. Um, no, I'm just saying that that thought came across your mind. Like at, you wanted f- to work it out because you had a kid. At first, yes. Okay. Because before that, we were going through a really rocky phase. Yeah. But then after, it's like, no, actually, I want to be with her because I actually do love her. Because, I, you know, we were together for six years and the way I felt towards her, I felt like she was like, she was my life partner. You know what I mean? Like my soulmate and all that shit. But. That's what you thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. But um, once once the whole breakup happened, I, I realized, like, I guess to look on the bright side of things that I realized that the breakup needed to happen. Because the relationship was coming, just to be fair, was being, was starting to become toxic on both ends. Mm. So it was better off. And also the relationship was to kind of turn me into an asshole. Like I was turning me into someone, you know. No, I know what it turned you into. That's why, that's, that's why, why I That's yelled. why I said, that's why I said before, yeah, like yeah. some relationships can make you a worse person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why I yelled <clears throat> at you. Yeah. Because like, because at the time, me and you were like somewhat strangers. Yeah. It's not so much so as I don't give a shit, but, you know, since you guys are close to me now, you guys know I'm just straightforward. Yeah. I'm going to just tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, whenever I look back at the breakup, it's, I realized that it needed to happen. Yeah. I, I needed to change for better and become a, a better person than what I was way before that, before I was turning into an asshole. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I, that's how I, I see it. And I, I take from that. Mm, that's great. Cause that's 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 great because that's exactly what I told you. Don't cry over things you don't have control of. You can be a better person. Start focusing on what you have control of. Yeah. Control yourself to be that better person. Yeah. That's what you have control of. So focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. And always yeah. remember that it, it it also affects your kid too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I feel bad for Mia because she she loves both of us. Um. <clears throat> it's um. It's exactly what it's kind of like what I was saying about the whole fatherly thing. It's, it's the same concept with me. I don't love my father, but one of the underlining factor that I really wanted from him, kind of like a relationship, right? And uh, or like a bad breakup was that I wished he was a father. Just, just that. Yeah. Just that. I just wanted him to be a father. Just, just that. Like, just, just bond with him. I wanted to know. The person who brought me into this world. I wanted him to teach me the same way my grandfather did. I, I wanted a lot of things from him. And I just wanted to admire him like everyone else did. You know, and, and, and respect him like everyone else did. I ha- I had no respect for him. No love for him. And none of that. Um, all I wanted him from him was to be a father. I fell in love with this idea is what hurt me. The idea was I wanted him to be a father. I wanted him I wanted him to be this person. The same way how you might want your partner to be this person. That this idea that you thought of in your head, right? Or maybe the same feelings that you have. You wish that your partner understood. That's number one. And then 
reciprocate the same feelings back that you wished. Yeah. Right. That you that that idea right there. It doesn't fucking happen. That's that's something you have no control of. Right. The same with my father. I have no control of how he is. That's that's I like the moment I started to accept this is the type of person he is. Right. It made me got over that. I guess you can kind of say that separation a lot better because this is my father. I'm just going to accept it. This is the type of guy he is. As, as much as like I, you can't pick your parents. You can't. As much as I wish I had a different father or a father, I accepted it. And then I grew up raising myself, you know, and then now I am proud of I didn't just raise myself, but I was taught by many people around me, many people. And I am proud of what I created. No longer um, wanting that feeling of wanting a father anymore. Now I can look at all the things I've created, all the lives I touched and everything I've did without a father. I did that myself. Yeah, that that makes sense. So that helps you with your breakup. Realize all the things that you can do by yourself. Yeah. And be proud of what you can accomplish, what you can change to make yourself a better person and learn to accept that you have no control of how a person is. You have no control of how a person will be Mm -hmm. and what they decide to do. Accept it. You don't have to force them to change or anything like that. Just accept it and, and you move on and just focus on yourself. You can't be fucking talking shit if you have pimples. You got to worry about your own damn skin. <laughs> One good example is uh, my older brother. He recently just broke up with his girlfriend of seven years. Mm-hmm. Oh, he finally did. Yeah, he finally did. Um, he's he's the type of guy who actually told me back in the days that he was a hopeless romantic. He was someone that couldn't stay alone. He always needed to be in a relationship. And in my head, I was like, that's fucking stupid. What the fuck are you talking like, about? Yeah. I'm like, that guy's no, 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 my, my older brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn, I'm sorry. Man. I'll, edit, I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Go on. No, no, no. Back, back then, it actually was. First, his mom, now his brother. <laughs> that yeah, was my whole family, right? That was nice. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I already talked shit about Keith. So, I yeah, said yeah, it in front of him. So, so yeah, like, like I was saying, my older brother, he just broke up with his girlfriend of seven years. And um, back in the days, he would actually come into my room and, and like was super depressed after he broke up with his ex. Um, and, and I was like, why are you coming to me for advice? <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is, again, he, he told he told me that he was pretty much a hopeless romantic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can't live without a girl. I need to be in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and in my mind back in the days, I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like, you, you're seriously telling me you can't live on being single? Look at me. I'm fucking happy as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, fast forward yep. to now with his current breakup, right? He's fine. He's doing fucking good for himself. He just gotten a new condo. He just bought a new car. And, and he and he's not depressed at all. As a matter of fact, it, it's kind of like, it's one of those things where he was glad that he's single now because he doesn't have to deal with the, yeah. the baggage and all that shit. Yeah, I know. That's one of the saddest things that and, I never it, admitted to my ex. Yeah. When our breakup actually happened, hmm? I never admitted to her that it felt like a big ass relief off my back. There you go. And I just never, like you said earlier. I never admitted it to her. And it's just like you said earlier. It, it, it's all hype. It's just hype. 
Yeah, it's people hype. think being in a relationship is like you know it. Oh, I have to do this. No, you don't. Yeah, you really, like, you really don't. Because like, once oh, you, oh, I, 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 we we saved up so much money together after working fifty hours, and then we finally put a deposit on a house that we can build together. Mm-hmm. That's hype. Because imagine another person who'd be like, oh, I saved up fifty thousand dollars, and and I just opened a business, and that that was his sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's hype. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's he's better off now because he's super happy that he did all these things by himself, mind you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just it's such a hype. Yeah, that's actually why I, I teach most of the people I give advice to is learn how to do this stuff without me. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know what I mean. Like I teach them things such as credit, banks, um, things like that, taxes, mm-hmm. etc. I can I can just name a whole bunch, but I teach them. Like, basically, it's like a fisherman. You can feed a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Yeah. Teach a man how to fish, you feed him for his whole life. Mm-hmm. Same concept as the Bible. is is the and same way how I teach people in real life. And it's true. Like, every every single person that you've helped out with your advice, um, it, it's kind of, it, it's like life lessons, pretty much. You, yeah. you learn from this, and then you just apply to it later on in your life. Yeah, or like, to even if, if they don't get it. Yeah. Later on, they're gonna understand it or make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never, I never like take it into heart where people don't listen to my advice or they don't get it. The s- same with me. Uh, I don't follow my own advice either, um, because then, like I always tell everyone, when I'm telling you something, they're not advices. I'm telling you my mistakes. Hmm. That's actually what I'm telling you. Yeah. What did I did wrong? What did I learn from it? I, I hope. That no one feels an ounce of what I felt during that really bad like time in my life. But they're just like um, lessons of what I did wrong. And then whatever you guys ultimately decide to do, I always understand it. For an example, like one of the worst things people can say is that never go back out and date a cheater. Right? Like imagine listening to an advice from a person who will tell you to like go back out and date a cheater. Right? My advice now is don't date a cheater. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but why why is that? Why do I tell you don't date a cheater? It's because I'm going to tell you um, what I went through and the phases of what I went through when another dick comes into your life. Now, relationships with two people. When you mm-hmm. add another person, one plus one equals two. One plus one plus one does not equal two. That's not how a relationship works. That's true. So I'm going to tell you what are you going to face. The forgiving part. How you're never going to forget about it. Even though you tell them you forgive them. Things such as that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not you listen to it or not. It's like it's all ultimately up on you. Because um, no matter what. I've been. I guess you can kind of say guilty. Of not listening to my own advice. I guess you can kind oh, yeah. of say. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's more the fact that I can. I always understand people. Why they chose something opposite of what i tell them because i've been there right so mm-hmm. i try to just pre-warn them because i honestly feel more guilty if i knew something and i didn't tell you guys if i knew something mm-hmm. that you guys could have avoided and i didn't tell you guys yeah um i would feel more guilty that way it's like i could have prevented my friends my family uh my significant other no matter who it is, someone who's close to me, I feel more guilty if I knew something and I didn't warn you guys ahead of time of what you're going to ultimately make a decision on. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely trying to stay occupied definitely helps. Helps you move on too. Mm-hmm. Just gotta keep yeah, your mind focused. Work kept me going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like me, because well, back then when I was going through the breakup, I was playing soccer, and then every time I had a game, I always looked forward to it because it would take my mind off the relationship, off the breakup. So for that whole time that I'm playing a game, I didn't have any problems because I was always just so into what's going on around me during my game that I forget about my problems. And then that's why uh, later on, too, I started I I could try to get more into it, and I started trying to play more often. So mm-hmm. I started picking yeah. up. I played like in a in a in a co-ed league. I was playing on, a, on Sundays, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna join another league and to easy, play. Right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I think it was like Mondays. Yeah, yeah. I remember because I remember going there with you a couple times. I forgot why we went there though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I started playing. I think it was like Mondays. So then I, w- I always had like something to look forward to on Mondays. So my Mondays weren't as bad. Yeah. For me, I always plan something on Wednesday. Yeah, it might, might sound weird, but like, my weeks go by quicker if I plan something in the middle of the week. Yeah. So like, it just everything just like goes by really quick. Yeah. So that yeah, just I try to keep myself occupied. That's why I wanted I wanted to help you guys out with the podcast. Not only that for that reason, but I genuinely wanted to help you guys out with everything. Oh, I appreciate. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we well, um, definitely appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate. Then, I appreciate Jay. Marco, I'm like, cause I told you guys like, the the time that you guys take time to like out of your day to come here and help me with this podcast, cause like, you know, it's it's hard to create content without like by myself. Yeah. But when I have my friends, all I'm really doing is just recording the regular conversation that we're having. Anyways, it's just being recorded. That's all. But the mm-hmm. conversation that we have is, yeah, I might get a, like a little like we might like you know put a little umbrella over certain words that we don't say. You know, but <laughs> yeah. like other than that, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it helps me because like we just look at us like we go off topic about so many things. Yeah, and it's it's great. And yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, and then the whole pandemic started and that, that shit sucked. And now now like it's it's slowly getting better. I'm starting to play like twice a week now again. Mm. So it makes my time go by faster and it keeps me occupied. Even though like once in a while I still do, I still have like that free time. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like today, for example. It's whatever you want to do. I, I don't even know. Like yeah. that's the thing. I don't know what to do. Like today, for example, I had a, I, I played, I had a game earlier today. So the whole time, the whole day, I just spent it in my room just watching YouTube videos until it was time for me to get ready and leave because I didn't know what the fuck to do. A little uh, dating advice. The fact that you're busy makes the girl more attractive to you. Mm. Just saying. That's like, true. If you have your own life, yeah, that makes true. the girl more attractive to you. When you when you don't always make yourself so available to the girl, it, they, they get more drawn, more like attracted to you because they're like oh my gosh like any time that he spent with me is like i gotta i gotta make the most out of it yeah. it really is uh if because like well it's opposite to us because we never looked at a girl and be like damn look at that girl she looked like she's fully booked <laughs> she's hot no none of us ever fucking say that shit <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like but for us it's for guys it's the opposite the fact that we have like things to do and we're occupied it makes the girl like more attractive to us mm. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That, like another thing i try to like started doing again um which i should have done like long time ago because uh, i used to go to the gym all the time and then i stopped i just stopped caring so that's a, that's another thing i started doing too i think i get too cocky with the gym and i think that's why i stopped 
like for me the, like the reason like for me i just got i i just got tired of uh, tired of it because only because of what was i was going through back then during my relationship hmm. it just it, it just it, i didn't want to do it anymore um just because i had so much shit it just made me um uh this kind of disencouraged me like it just i didn't want to do anything because um motivation yeah there you go thank you that's the word thank you You're yes motivation um but now it's like my motivation now to go back to the gym is because since i'm playing soccer again twice a week i need to get i need to build up my stamina again and be in better shape so i can play better too that's good it creates a better habit that's yeah nice. so that's why i've been i've been going to the gym almost every day and i run like three and a half miles and then i do the elliptical i try to do the elliptical for like another three that's three miles more than what i run <laughs> I, I, I ran half a mile full force with a dog and i was already dead i am so out of shape yeah i would have gave up i would have gave up let go of the leash in a fucking quarter mile i was like nah dog i live my life a quarter mile at a time <laughs> like van diesel yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah so me so me like my my schedule is just it's just podcast you know recording with you guys editing work gym soccer twice a week that's pretty much all that takes a good amount of my time but even then i still find time like today for example where i have free time i don't know what to do no. yeah for me last thursday i i I, did, I went training on first shift and then i got back around four or five and from then on i was like damn what the hell do i do <laughs> like what do i do with my life now you no. know why i picked first shift. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i have nothing to do yeah and then I just drew a little bit. I started working on Mia. Oh, yeah. I'm just coloring in right now. And then after that, I got bored a little. I hopped onto uh, Outriders for a bit. It's just farming right now after beating the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't gotten any fucking legendary. Damn. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. But funny because back then when I was in a relationship, like I would want to play video games more often. Mm-hmm. But now that... I have free time and I get so bored. I don't even want to play video games like today. That happens to me a lot. Like today, <laughs> yeah. I could have, I could have tried to beat Outriders, but I didn't, and I didn't want to. I was bored. I'm like, I don't want to play video games. Like I don't want to do anyway. Like I want to do something else instead of video games. Yeah, like, that I don't have to much me. games to play. Or well, even if I do, like I was, I was like waiting for Outriders to come out. I was hyped about it. Yeah, and then I did play it, but then it's like over time, like I didn't put in that much time i'll go home play for like half an hour an hour and then i was like okay i'm bored yeah but meanwhile like before yeah it was like i'll stay on for like fucking till five in the morning then i'll go work (laughs) with like what three four hours of sleep when i was on first shift before yeah Yeah, but it's just funny now for me I, i just find it funny that now that i have spare time to play more video games as i wanted to back then i don't yeah. I, I get bored. I'm like, yeah. I don't oh, know. Jay, you saw, you saw the new um, Tail series? Yeah. It looks so good. It looks so good. The new combat. Yep. The graphic. Finally. The character. Mm-hmm. Not that previous. Not I fucking hate Tales of Berseria. Berseria was like, eh. I like, I like <laughs> I the character, that but that, yeah, that's I hate the character, up. too. Really? I don't I like the girl. I thought was dope. I don't oh, like yeah. the main character. That, that happened to me yesterday. I, had, I actually have a bunch of games I haven't finished, and I wanted to. Yeah. But I was so bored that I just like watched Netflix and went to sleep. 
And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, fuck, I should be playing something because I'm wasting hours of my free time. Yeah, like, maybe if you didn't beat Resident Evil in a day. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> I beat it in a day and I'm just like, fuck. And I have other <laughs> games in my backlog and I haven't touched. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have a bunch like of games, but I don't want to play. Yeah. And then even with watching stuff, I I can't sit down and watch. That too, actually, yeah. I, I'm just like on my phone. I can't and even I watch a full episode of porn. Like, I, my dick's done in 10 minutes. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Speaking of oh, porn, sorry, where were we going? Speaking of porn <laughs> and the pandemic, um, <laughs> what right arm grew ten times strong. Um, so, go, going back to breakups and pandemics, you guys see a bunch of new, news articles about um, couples Ford. breaking up during the pandemic. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. Saw it. yeah. There's so yeah. many like yeah, celebrity yeah, couples. Dude, it's breaking so up. it's so funny how when you take away the whole like being together idea mm-hmm. or like just going out and just communicating just talking to the person yeah like you're stuck in like the house brings, together it, for it, months it yeah. brings out their true persona like their true self yeah to the point where just like oh man it's not gonna work out i'm just wondering how they got this from porn but go on no i was just, i was fucking around <laughs> <laughs> but go on but I mean, um look, look at bill gates He's yeah. Re- he recently divorced. Yeah. Yeah. But that what? had to. But that had to do with the. Um, so did Jeff Bezos. Chinese honey trap. <laughs> uh, Bill, Bill Gates' divorce had to do with Harvey Weinstein. I think another woman. No, it had to do with with uh, something with Harvey Weinstein. I heard they just weren't talking to each other a lot. He, like he, it had to do with, like some type of relationship with Harvey Weinstein because you know what's going on with him, yeah. and then so that's why she once she found out about that, she she wanted to divorce him. I, I saw a but, meme where it was like even the two richest guys came and hold a marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. One. And, 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 I saw that one. Yeah, it showed oh, it showed shit. Bill Gates and, and Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, one, oh shit. One good example. <laughs> one good example is actually my older brother who just broke up. Um, it, that his ex now, they would always go to marathons. They would travel the country, like go to like you know Chicago, whatever, yeah. just to run marathons. And he has a bunch of medals to show it. Um, but once the pandemic started and they had nothing to do, just stay at home or just communicate on, like online on their phones, it it messed them up yeah. because they actually had a lot of underlying issues. But every time they would go out to another country and, and put like, it aside. Yeah, he would brush it under like he put it under a rug, pretty yeah. much. So he brushed it aside. To the point where he it, it was like a balloon. It it just burst in his face. Yeah. And when when they were just communicating face to face, not going out, it it killed them. Yeah. Like all their problems came out and they started arguing a lot and, and to the point where they just yeah, broke up. Yeah, because they can't brush it aside. Yeah. yeah. Like they have to face it. That shit's busted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you really do probably. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a okay. good, that's true because um, I, I was listening to this other podcast, uh, Tiger Belly, which I'm sure majority of you have heard Don't of. Don't promote other people. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had um, Kasim G as a guest. You guys remember oh Kasim G? God, yeah. Oh, wow. That guy's so, still alive? Yeah. What the hell is that? Does he still do YouTube? Well, not anymore. He quit YouTube and he, like, in, th- in that episode of the podcast, he explains everything. He quit social media and everything. But he, he's going to be working for G4 now. But mm. um, anyways, he was he was saying how he got back together with an ex. Mm-hmm. And they were going to buy a house together. They got a house. He put the down payment because he had a ton of money. But he, um, his girlfriend at the time... They put her, they put her name down for the mortgage because technically he didn't have any income. Mm -hmm. 
So during the whole pandemic, they realized that it wasn't going to work out between them because they spent so much time together yeah. that they were better off breaking it off. So then um, he... Clearly not what I was going to say, but go on. He he, he like he explained all that. Like he, he had um, a condo or a place that he had of his own, but since he was... He, he was going to get a house with his girlfriend at the time. He rented it out. Well, he was going to rent it out. And then he just moved back to where he was now. And then he let the chick get, keep the house. But she, wow. has to, she has to pay him back the mortgage. Like, they worked out a deal. But, but it's basically going back to what like Jay said, how, like, the whole pandemic really brought the true colors out of every, all those couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you think about it, you, you, stay, you stick yourself with your significant other in a room for months, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So stick yourself in a room with your significant other for months, and eventually you're just gonna get sick of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what yeah, happened. I hate you, Wine. Fuck <laughs> <Like> you too. <laughs> we lived together at one point, but go on. <laughs> no, but that—that's exactly what happened to millions of people. Yeah, there's so there was there were a lot of um, celebrity breakups and whatnot. I mean. It's hard to keep a relationship if you don't do anything together. Yeah, if you don't put any effort. Or so nothing. I can understand that's like being stuck because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like you can't do things together. Like go out, experience new experiences. And like, yeah, someone's going to get like all that pent up frustration and lash out on the other person. Yep. Yeah. So what I was going to say is you really don't know how someone is until you live with them. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm, you're still my favorite person I will ever move in with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like all my roommates, even though I'm not really a roommate to me. But, like, I feel like if I had to pick, if I, like, had to rent out another bedroom, if I had, like, a two-bedroom apartment. I'll fucking clean for you. I'm like a housewife. No, no it's not. <laughs> he cooks, he cleans. It's more like I cook, I clean. I guess Damn. like I guess you like want me, me to serenade you at night too. Shit, <laughs> back rub. Feed you back rub. Rub your feet when you get home from work. I'm just saying. I, I would pick. I would pick living with I'm because when we lived together, I was like he was like the most easy person I ever had to live with out of like all my roommates. But what I was gonna say is that like. Because I've been in so many relationships, I lived with my significant others a lot. And a lot of my significant others um, are very, very... There's there's so much more to another person's personality that you don't see. um, And habits as well. Until you start living with them. Yeah, that's why usually relationship breaks once you start moving in. Yeah. Especially if it's like they move in really soon. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, um, that's actually one of the underlining factors of why I actually chose to date my previous girlfriend was because when we lived with each other, I realized that a lot of things with her and living with her just made our relationship like easier. Like I can Mm. kind of picture us kind of dating each other for a while. Uh, One of the things is food, for example. But me and her, we eat the same food. So it's not really that hard to decide what am I going to eat or what do I feel like eating because me and her eat the same food. She mm-hmm. likes spicy food like I do. We eat like the same Vietnamese and Cambodian and a- Asian dishes that we um, eat are the same. Um, and when we get hungry for such as fast food, we want the same thing, which is Wendy's. 
me and her both like Wendy's. Yeah. And it's just things like that. And then so things such as like living with each other. It's like we do the laundry on the same day. We do like things like that. And then when we talk about like when we talk with each other, it's like um, the conversation seems like if you were recording it, it just seems like um, two friends talking with each other. You wouldn't even be able to tell that they're dating. Hmm. And um, like that's how I knew that like being with her in the long run would work out. Mm-hmm. And our phone equity, 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 equity. Yeah, our phone adequate. Thank you, thank you, Marco. Our phone equity is like etiquette, etiquette. Etiquette. Okay. Etiquette. Etiquette. Yeah, etiquette. Etiquette. Like, what's etiquette. Etiquette. My bad. You know we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> no, etiquette. That. I no, fuck that. that. No, I'm gonna edit that out. No, no, no. I'm gonna edit that out. Etiquette. Etiquette. Our phone etiquette is the same. Etiquette. Oh my god. Etiquette. Our phone etiquette is the same. So both me and her. Like, we get our phone, like, kind of blown up with messages, me and her, a lot, mostly her, not really me. But we got our phone blown up a lot. But when we are around each other, we, we don't even fucking pay attention to our phones. We just let it go off most of the time. Like, we'll glimpse at it, both me and her, but um, we'll just end up continuing doing whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. Whether we're talking to each other about, like, things we're kind of planning out or laying out for a week that we need to do and errands or things such as that that our phone is like non-existent like we could probably spend um um, like living in the cabins for like a year and we'd be fine without social media and all that stuff we'll be fine like Mm -hmm. we don't need it as long as just as long as just me and her as long as you have one beer a day (laughs) <laughs> Stacked with one alcohol. beer a day she, keeps the camp. Yeah, she, uh... it's, it's, it's for his own health benefit. That's what she says. It's funny because her and mom was talking about it today. I know. Yeah. Mom was like, "Let him drink." <laughs> she she supports it. it. Yeah. Mom, mom's like, "I haven't seen him drink yet. Why? Why you only let him drink once?" I just love the fact that she wants you to drink. It's like, yeah, you know, like I know, because mom always like talks smack about me drinking. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, she, she's like, I always said like my girlfriend's mean, right? And then no one really pays attention to it. And then mom comes out of nowhere. Your girlfriend's mean. I was like, see, I'm not the only person who sees this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. No, but my girlfriend's defense is that she's just watching out for my health. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why she's doing what she's doing. Because um, she wants me to live longer see old geezers drink beer all the time they're mm. doing fine yeah they're just still alive really just directed, mm. you just really made me yeah if you're old. listening to this don't worry about it nah. this old man who drinks hard liquor on ice straight, pretty much yeah that's true they drink it like it's juice yeah. and then they don't get drunk the whole bottle it's like yeah, yeah. crazy <laughs> okay we'll be fine we'll be fine you don't need a liver <laughs> Yeah, I have two, right? Oh, wait. That's no, your that's kidneys. <laughs> kidneys. Wow. You have two wow. kidneys. Okay, I, I take that back. He won't be fine. He won't be. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned now. That makes one of us. Oh, it's midnight. I got oh my, my girlfriend's mom said, I have a nice face. <laughs> wow, nice face? And, like and, the and, structure? And I look like a nice guy. We should keep going, Michael. But, uh, <laughs> All right, next question is, 
As a guy when dating, are you obligated to financially support the female? Oh, this is my question. Okay. Yeah, Um, from my listener. So maybe I should ask it. Usually, some guys will feel like that. But for me personally, no. Let me me, me rephrase it. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Give more context. So it's because it's one of my listeners who actually requested this question. So the question is, as a guy or a boy, as a boy, do you feel while you're dating someone, so that means it is your girlfriend, do you feel as if like to be a man or anything like that of the sort that you're kind of somewhat obligated to financially, money-wise, support your significant other? Because as a man, mm. like, do you do you feel as if like, you're obligated. And the other thing is, is like, if you do feel obligated, let's say the girl doesn't work or anything like that or have no source of income. Do you feel as if like by any chance, if that's the case, do you feel as if she's gold digging you because she's f- supporting on you financially? That's the second part of the question. Hmm. Like, let's say the girl's a student where she doesn't work. That's the second part of the question, though. So keep that in mind. So, because you're a guy, do you automatically feel as if, when you're dating the person, do you automatically feel like, oh, I should pay for most of the things? I think it depends on the situation, really. Yeah, because if you bring up, like, student-wise, it's like, a lot of students work nowadays, too. Yeah. So, they can't use that as an excuse to say, oh, I can't help and, like, pay for certain things. And, like, for guys, usually we like to take charge and, like, pay for stuff. But it's also a turnoff where, like, if a girl doesn't offer to pay something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I situations like that, like, where the guy offers to pay. It's Especially if you're in a relationship already yeah. and it's, like, you're constantly going out and you always have to pay. Mm-hmm. And, like, the girl doesn't even offer to pay at all. Like, I don't care if you don't want to pay or anything but it's like the sincerity shows that if you just offer it's the thought that counts yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like if you don't even show that then yeah. that, that i don't know that's a red flag to me <laughs> yes i mean the situation if you go out to eat and you're on dating you're dating someone it's kind of like and you pay it's because it's like the gentleman thing to do you mm-hmm. know what i mean but if if you're in a re- relationship you're dating someone and you feel obligated or you or you know that you have to financially support that's kind of just thinking of like the old school way yeah. where like you know back then where the the, the guy was the was the breadwinner yeah. and then the the woman was like the homemaker and raising the kids mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of like old school thinking if that's how you feel yeah but nowadays women like they make bank. They, they yeah, make, they make more than guys. Yeah, majority wise. Yeah, and majority of them are like becoming very more and more independent, mm-hmm. where they where they don't really need a guy to pay for them. Yeah. Yep. I was the, gonna. Girls and women nowadays, they they're all independent. Yep. They. That's why relationship wise is like, they don't depend on a guy. It's like if they want a relationship, it's not for, to look for a guy to like. Um, provide for them they can provide for themselves nowadays yeah mm-hmm. yeah like i said it, it really depends on the situation yeah like if they're just looking to go dig then they should just be yeah, a sugar baby like go those, find the sugar girls, daddy yeah that doesn't want to work and then they look for those sugar daddies yeah 
But like if there's, you know, where there's a situation where they were working and having income, but then something happened and they lost their job or they yeah, can't work, then yeah, then, you know, you, you can definitely offer to help out, especially if you're their boyfriend and it's in a, in a sense, you're kind of obligated to support them because mm-hmm. they're your significant other. But yeah, it really depends on the type of situation that that person is in. I agree with Marco. Uh, it, it's just like he said. It, it's one of those things where it's a uh, there's an underlying sense of of uh, pride where if you're a guy, you you want to support your girl, and but that's that is an old way of thinking now, especially in the times that we live in. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, they, yeah, they're more than capable of sustaining themselves. Yeah, and that's just to how like society has placed it. F- yes. From back then. Yep. Where the guy has to provide for everything yeah and a good situation um like that k mentioned is is students or being a student where me and my ex who was at mit right i was going through college at the time and so was she i was broke as shit i only had enough money to for transportation back home and took into school Mm -hmm. while she you know she was an mit she had a rich family so whenever we met up and went to go eat um she would always offer to pay but then, and my, no, my stupid ass, I was like, no, no, I want to pay for it because <laughs> I wanted to be, you know, the man in the relationship and so on. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I let her pay for everything because she, one, she suggested it, right? And two, I did offer mm-hmm. and she fought against me. So, yeah, I mean, at least you, yeah. you, you had, to, you know, you thought of, you know. Yeah, at least at least I gave her that, like, just like on said, I gave her that option. Mm-hmm. So it's the thought that counts. Like I tried to pay for it, and she understood my situation back then because I, you know, I, I wasn't as rich as her. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was kind of a mutual understanding at that point. Yeah, where we both knew, understood our situations and we we just went from there. Um, so that's that's one of the reasons why I think that uh, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. But you do have to look out for the gold diggers, though. Yeah, that is true. I think I might have forgot to mention the part where the listener wanted to throw in her case, her scenario. Go for it. Yeah, you didn't. This. You didn't tell us that. Yeah. So you guys can give an opinion of this too. So her case and her scenario is that they both graduated. They're both working. Mm-hmm. They both are career, <clears throat> like you know, driven. And they got to this conversation about a child. Right. And the problem with it is, is that he looked at her and said, are you going to give up your career in order to raise a child? And she said, no, I worked hard. I went to school and then like I focused really hard to get where I'm going and where I am now in order to be where I am in my career. Um, I don't have room for a child and I don't have room to be a mom. And give up my career to raise a child. Then she looked at him and said, are you going to give up your career to raise our child? And he basically said the same thing. Mm-hmm. But to him, um, he feels as if, uh, and, and her defense is that she feels as if like, because he's a guy, he feels kind of somewhat obligated. And that he's taking that obligation on himself. That he should be the person that go to work while she stays at home. And raise the child. Where that's not what she really wants. She wants to do it kind of like as a partnership. And they mm-hmm. raise it together. Uh, because she does want a child. But 
both of them don't want to sacrifice their career. Mm-hmm. And it, it just seems like one, he doesn't want a child yet. Oh, they both want it. They both want it. Yeah, they both want it. Well, it's due to the, their the, circumstances and their focus on their careers, they shouldn't even think about a child yet if they're they're not willing to sacrifice time to having a kid. Yeah, just just the fact that they had that conversation already already says that they're not ready. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. when you have when you're thinking about having a kid, you should both be all in on it. You should if you're having doubts, you then be you're, able to you're sacrifice your time off of work yeah. to take care of your kid. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, it's great. You want to do a family and all that stuff. It's it's amazing, but the the fact that you have doubts in your mind especially at, if since you just graduated and you have ambitions it it, it already signals that you guys aren't ready for it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean not only that too as like i said earlier the fact that the guy thinks he's like he feel he's obligating himself to be the old breadwinner school. that's old school way mm-hmm. of thinking yeah yeah cuz it would just put her in a situation where she can't do anything yeah, and that would just make her depressed because she went through all this hard work for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's it, some they would really have to like take into deep consideration because if they do have that child, right? The thing they have to take in, into consideration is uh, postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Because I uh, I disagree on the fact that it's old school. No, it's, it's old so, school. But that that he wants to be the man of the relationship where he works and she should stay home because she's a girl. Or she's a woman. Yeah. I disagree on that. That is old school thinking. It's old school thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I disagree on that because I feel as if a lot of guys, they they have like this sense of pride. Even to modern day. Like modern day, I notice a lot of guys have a sense of pride. Where if they don't have enough money to support their own family, right? So the girl can stay at home and raise the kid. They... <laughs> That will their their pride will be attacked. But the thing is, they're both at a good career, right? But no, I'm talking about modern, modern. Yeah, but I'm talking about your friend or the listener in general. Yeah, they both have good jobs, right? Uh So either one of them would have to sacrifice, or both of them should have sacrificed some time into raising a kid. And yeah. her her concern is that he he it doesn't seem like he's willing to sacrifice that and wants her to sacrifice her time. No, kind of. She to her she feels as if because he's a guy, uh-huh. he's obligated in order to continue working, and she should be the one that's staying at home and taking care of the kids. But did he say that? Was that her assumption? Because that's, no, he's that's a guy. her. That's her feeling, and then she just wonders. Okay, so that's that's, like if, if that's assumption. Yeah, kind of that's like that's, that's the assumption. She needs mm-hmm. to talk with him about it, and yep. like they need mm-hmm. to clear it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and like but, literally like plan it out. Like if you you both want a child, um, put some time into that, and then like like my my coworker for example, he recently has a kid, right? And yeah. he works second shift with me, and then um his wife uh, also works second shift now. She's a nurse, so she most of the time she works too. Yeah. So and he works at night with me. So in the morning, like he'll have to sacrifice that time, and he'll have to wake up early or like five in the morning, and he have to take care of the kid. And sometimes he can't go back to sleep, and he'll come in looking tired. That's his sacrifice to take care of his kid. Yeah. 
But I feel as if like I think most guys still feel as if like like modernly, like currently right now, I feel like as if most guys still feel as if they're supposed to be the one <clears throat> that's supposed to financially support the girl as well. Yeah, that's because society that's what society taught us. Yeah. But um that's, that's what she's saying, like is it modern still? No. Um no. That, that's an old way of thinking. It, yeah. It's an old way of thinking that people but like, do you even guys, though it's do you guys it's still that, happening like, today and you're yeah. saying it's modern, but it's still an old way um thinking that it's still being brought up nowadays where mm-hmm. you think it's Cause, normal cause I, still. Because I say that because of like when I look at it and I see how most guys react and how most guys perform and act during seduction or such as things such as flirting. So when I say that is during the first date, for an example, you go to a restaurant, most guys will cover the bill. Why? Because it's like, yeah, like kind of like the gentleman thing to do. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of like the same concept as when you're dating the girl where like you're supposed to technically be capable of providing for your underlings, your your family. Yeah, that I can so, understand. Yeah. So I feel most guys still have that manipulation. However, however, the part that is true is that it's actually the complete wrong way of looking at it. Look, wrong way of looking at it. So most girls, uh, like you guys said, they really do make more than the guys. But it's not so much so as the fact that a girl makes more than a guy. Majority of girls who are on dating apps and, and or just anything such as looking for a relationship and they're single, majority of girls, what they look for is not whether or not you can actually financially support them. That's yeah. that's the crazy part. Yeah. Most girls don't care if you um, can't financially support them. Most girls don't, uh, especially with COVID, seeing how we're, we were talking about COVID earlier. During COVID, a lot of girls are on dating apps. And here's the thing. Most girls don't care about your job or how much you get paid as long as you're working. As long as you're working or have a goal. Yeah, have a goal. The only thing girls care about, most majority of them now, is how much excitement, how much fun can you bring to the table? Yeah. That's actually what they look for. They I mean, don't that's care. what girls look for in general. That's why they go for the bad guys. Yeah, that's why they actually... Yes, exactly. Because they're, they're fun. Yeah. And then they're exciting. Like, they, yeah. they, they break the rules. They, they, they don't care about like... Because they want to live for now. Yeah, they want to live that's for why now. They because, usually because turn towards the nice guy that they usually aren't attracted to. Yeah. And then they, when they want to settle down. Yeah, because, because most guys... Like or in the girl's view, they um they know that they can financially support themselves. Yeah. So that's what like majority of the things that most girls look for. They don't want to hear about like what you do for a living and stuff like that and how much money you make. Yeah. Is it a bonus? Yes. But if you can provide more action, more fun and stuff like that, that's actually what they look for. They don't care about stuff like that. They actually don't. But however, most guys look at it the wrong way. Most guys feel as if like they're, I guess you can kind of say like in the listener's perspective is that, yeah, most guys feel as if like they're not, they're muscul- their muscularity? Muscul- masculinity. Masculinity. Yeah, masculinity. <laughs> Man, you're stupid. Any, anyways. <laughs> you're running out of English uh, today. 
<laughs> His stupidity is rubbing off on me too. They Just don't feel. <laughs> they don't feel manly the enough. Testosterone. Yeah, they don't feel manly enough when you can't support the girl. Most guys actually do feel that if you can't support your own family or the girl, um, they do feel as if like, damn, like shit. I this is my position. I'm supposed to be the one that's like supposed to like support her or see like, i'm not like most guys i i do I, I tell i tell my girlfriend like if wherever i had a kid like i'll be i'll, I'll be the stay-at-home dad <laughs> i'll tell you there are some yeah. there I'll are some cook, people I'll like I'll but we're talking that. about the majority <laughs> yeah majority yeah. wise majority yes. wise, yeah they do feel that they they do but it's that's, like me me that's, like that's actually I, why i didn't I actually, say it's like, not really so much so old school but it's more but like, even even if you talk about sense of pride it's like Staying home, clean the house for your wife who works hard, and that, then, that's like, still old doing style. the opposite. No, no, no but like, mm. no, for the guys. He's talking about the, opposite. Oh, for the yeah, okay, I'm saying opposite. for the guys, yeah, like yeah. staying home, taking care of the kids, raising the kids, and like so that your wife can like take that time off and like relax and just work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can get a sense of pride in that too. That's true. You that's don't true. have to. You don't. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm I'm working all the time to provide for my family, and that's my pride only. No, there you can get pride off of something else, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. taking care of your kid to relieve stress off of your wife. You can That's take true. pride in that. Mm-hmm. So it's like just being a good daddy. Yeah, but I guess most guys just don't see it that way. Yeah, they feel as if they should just go to work, come home, Bless and the girl you. made him a sandwich. She eats it, and they go and make more kids in the bedroom and wake back up and do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> D- yeah, do- but but nowadays everybody has to work because it's fucking economy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking gas is like. So well, one thing right I do want to say though is, is the fact that they're both career oriented, mm-hmm. and no one, neither of them want to sacrifice their career. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna try to be real for this. Um, at this point, if you guys, if they do decide to have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. At that point, they need to set aside their pride and stuff like that to the side. Because at that point, the moment you have a kid, it's no longer about you. Exactly. It's about the kid. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to sacrifice. And it's a it's teamwork. You're in a relationship. You have to work together. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you, you can. There's it, it's fine to be selfish at times because, you know, uh, uh, from experience, and I'm, I'm sure Kay could say the same. Raising a kid takes a good amount of your time and energy, so it's okay to a have a lot some, of time. Yeah, so it it's okay to have some some to be a little bit of selfish and take some time you you know your own me time and whatnot. But once the kid is here, it's all about them because you have to feed you know you have to take care of your kid. You're bringing a life into this world, so. right? Exactly. So at that point, it's no longer about you; mm-hmm. it's about the child. And you need to raise them. You need to take care of them. You gotta teach them things. It it's no longer about you at all. And like like how you said, you know, you could take sense of pride of of other things. Like I take pride of taking Mia when I have her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take pride when she's happy. When I take her to the playground and I see her smiling, having fun. And there's times where I play with her on the playground and she's laughing. Like I take a sense of pride of that. Yeah. And it makes you feel happy. Exactly. And when I have her, it's not about me. It's about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, sometimes she can get on your nerve or like sometimes she'll stress you out. But it's like, 
there'll always be that time. Yeah. And to be honest with you, that's just how it is. Yeah. They, they're always attached to you, but that's because you're their parent. Mm-hmm. And nothing's perfect in this world where it will always go how you plan. Yeah, exactly. So you have to adapt to it. Yeah, and, and like the weekends that I don't have her and the days that I don't have her, I, f- I feel kind of sad because I miss her. Yeah. So that's one thing they really have to think about if they do decide to have a kid is that it's no longer about them and they'll need to come to a compromise where they can both still, you know, do their their careers and reach their goals, but at the same time, they need to put a good amount of focus to the mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and anybody can say they're they're ready to have a child, but you're you're never really ready yeah. for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's one thing is that there's no you can read a Did many you learn that from me. No, that that's in general. That's yeah, all. you can yeah. read as many books as you want. You can talk to many people that have kids. Mm-hmm. Kids don't come with an actual manual. Nope. Yeah. You <laughs> learned that one from me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back back on it, where it's like you saying she feels that it's like it's his pride or whatever and not talk to him about it yet. I'd say talk to him about it first. Yeah. Yeah. I think she talked to him about it. I don't, actually, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, we don't know, but if, if she hasn't, they, from, do it. From they, that, there definitely yeah. needs to be communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clear communication. Mm-hmm. And, and then like, Plan things out and like make your decision on that. Yeah. See if you guys are ready or not. They need to come down to a compromise. But if one or the other is not compromising and sacrificing, um, you are not ready to have that kid yet. Yeah. Because think about it. It's like you don't want the kid to suffer if you bring it into this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't want to neglect your kid because then later on your child will resent you yep mm-hmm. and you don't want any regrets either that's the big thing yeah. oh yeah you definitely don't want to have regrets of having the kid and looking back at it and be like oh i should have wor- focused on work yeah or my career because one thing too is once you have a child time goes by so quick they grow up so fast and by the time like they're a teenager you're gonna regret on missing out on their early childhood when they were toddlers mm-hmm. and whatnot so yeah communication Communication is key. What I would recommend for them instead of having a child is have them get a pet. Yeah. Because one thing th- um, couples, most couples do when they move in together, they've been together for a long, for a good amount of time. They get like a dog. They'll get a pet. And if they can take care of the pet really well, then they're ready or quote unquote ready to have a child. But I would recommend going that route first. Hmm. See, because... Even though they both career oriented, like you could bring it to um, bring the kid to like daycare and stuff like that. Yeah. In the early stages, when your kid's still a baby, a few months old, you have to sacrifice that time to be with that baby. Oh yeah, you can't, that you, there there is no daycare to take care of babies for you. Mm-hmm. So you have to take time off and like sacrifice your 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 time off of work and like focus on your kid. Mm-hmm. Yep, those first few months to like a year. Yeah, within it's that just, first year, it's just it's about like, the baby. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. yeah. One one good example is uh, I have a cousin recently. Uh, well, not recently, but they had a kid and she had she graduated from college. Right, she did the whole four years everything, and she never got the chance to use her diploma. Yeah. And uh, she even told me one day, like, she regrets it. Yeah. Like, she regrets not um, following her, her path, her goal, everything. Because now it's, it's uh, every every waking second, it's just her and the kid. 
Yeah. You should you shouldn't feel so much so obligated to support the girl financially. You should always feel a sense of like urgency or a sense of like priority where you have to put yourself first. Cause if you can't take your take if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. Regardless if it's a girlfriend or a child. I feel as if like you need to always focus for from a guy. You need to always focus on can you be capable of taking care of yourself first without her, because your relationship might not work. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Is the one them wanting a kid? No, the question is: is like does a guy feel obligated, basically, like if um, to support the girl? Oh, the first part of the question. Yeah. So. Um, Cause I didn't, I really didn't get to answer that, but um, so when the girl is seeking you out, the girl's actually seeking you out for excitement, some fun, not so much so if, if you could be a sugar daddy. The girl doesn't look for sugar daddy. If they want to look for sugar daddy, they go to fucking sugardaddy.com, right? Mm-hmm. And they could fucking spend their fucking life selling their fucking body out and live with that fucking feeling for the rest of their life, you know. Um, I'm not, I'm not looking down on sugar babies or anything like that. I'm just saying that like, if they wanted a sugar daddy, they would look for that. When a girl's looking for you on like a dating app or just some sort of like type of match, um, they're looking for you for excitement. They don't look to see if you can support them financially because that majority of girls commonly nowadays, um, they can do that themselves. So you should focus more on if you're more compatible with this girl financially aside um that's what you should focus more on don't try to feel as if it's like more the gentleman thing or anything like that in order to like pay for the girl or um pay for things yourself like yeah like try to if you can as a gesture and whatnot but like don't look at the money so much so is look at the person uh, are you really compatible with this person are you okay with this person um dating wise and stuff like that that's that's the first aspect of it do not try to focus yeah i feel as if that's the thing i was disagreeing upon is that like it is kind of like old school way of thinking but it is still kind of common that most guys we feel kind of obligated to pay for everything um, or support the girl financially, but most girls, believe it or not, they can support themselves financially. Your job is to make the girl happy. Mm-hmm. That's that. I feel as if that's the way you should look at that's it. That's more important. That's more important. <laughs> so don't look at it so much so as the old school way. Just focus on making a girl happy, and obviously, if like the girl is compatible with you. The second part. Um, where the listeners is requesting about like having a child and all that stuff is yeah. That the fact that there's a, there's a bunch of things I can, I can say to that. It's like, yeah, you'll never be ready and whatnot. And and yeah, you kind of learn things as you go along and yeah, it's like really, communication is really important. You should really talk to your partner and how should you split the responsibility of raising a child? If, if a child is so much so is what you want. And I can understand when sometimes things is an accident and, you know, or um, you weren't really ready and you got pregnant and whatnot. Um, 
if you're a guy, don't feel as if you're like obligated in order to take care of a child just because you're a guy. You you it's a partner. The key word is partner. She is supposed to help you to navigate through this life and how to raise a child. If you can't navigate with each other, then your relationship is doomed. Same as your child, it's also doomed. Um, you need to communicate. Figure out how to get it to work together. And if you're really career like driven, figure out between your career how to get it like um, to maneuver around that to navigate through life and raise a family as at the exact same time. Because your career, by the way, isn't promised. Your child is. Your child is your future. It's the thing that's going to keep going when you pass away. The same as your wife. It's the one thing that's going to... Your, your child and um, your future is the one thing that's going to keep going when you guys both pass away. Your career, it's going to fucking keep going without you. Your career is, is designed. Your, your job, your field, wherever the fuck you work at, they, they know how to maneuver through life without you, navigate without you if you were to quit and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So... They can, sorry, sorry to break, um, interrupt. They can replace you easily. Yeah, exactly. Your your career can replace you easily. Everyone's fucking replaceable. As a father and a mother, you are not. You are not. Biological mother and father, you are not replaceable. You are the person who created that person. So focus more on that. That is not replaceable. Money is replaceable. Could be obtained back. All that stuff is replaceable. So I feel as if that's something, if you have the time, that that asset, that luxury, you should focus more on that. Not so much so as your career and things like that. And if, if that's what you guys want, and biologically, scientifically, we are driven to do that, you should focus more on that. Learn how to sacrifice that or balance out that. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening for on today's podcast sorry i was late had a little dinner dressed up a little took some photos got a little bit drunk damn must be nice came back looking (laughs) hot (laughs) came in with a suit and everything (laughs) yeah looking like a snack Arnold's going for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh, for listening to today's episode. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> go to uh, Jay, I'm just waiting for Jay. Go yeah, on. go go, Jay. I'll, I'll, I'll come come back to me. Oh, damn it. Uh, uh, it's your boy, Jay, a.k.a. Mr. Simple, a.k.a. Kimchi Poppy, a.k.a. Ace of Sensation. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. It would really, really help us out. And again, don't be afraid to leave a comment down below. Again, we cannot stress enough. We love your opinions. And if you have any questions at all, we would be happy to answer them on our podcast. Yeah. Big shout outs to Alaska once again. <laughs> I don't know who you are, you big, beautiful bastard. But we appreciate you listening. As yeah. well as every other listener out there. Thank you very much for your support. This is Kimchi Poppy signing off. And as always, stay take spicy. a trip to Pound Town. <laughs> oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Stay spicy because I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> and you're coming fast. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh, so just like Jay said, thank you to our listeners uh, who tune in every week for uh, listening to our podcast. Uh, as always, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, if you're on YouTube, on Spotify, or anywhere else, you know, leave a review. Uh, if you have any questions or you would like to hear our opinions, hit us up through the website or you can just message K. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, see you next time. This is Marco signing off. My heart is pounding. <laughs> it must be so hard. It's really hard. <laughs> All right, K, here we go. Like, comment, subscribe. And remember, listeners, to always... Stay great.